I found a fossil today. It's not worth much money, but it has sedimental value. You're listening to Sedimental Value with Dylan, a podcast about the interesting and crazy world of fossils. I'm your host, and I'm here today with my special guest. Hi. She's a total science nerd and also happens to be my mom. She's joined me today because she loves science, but she doesn't know enough science yet. Join us while we have a conversation about one of my favorite science subjects, the wild world of fossils. Our big story today is Dunclosteus Torelli, an awesome, armored, possibly cannibal, apex predator. Dunkleosteus means Dunkel's bone, named after David Dunkel, who described the fossil, and Osteus, which is Greek for bone. I like to include the taxonomy just for funsies. Uh, uh, Dylan, what does taxonomy mean? Taxonomy is the scientific classification of a plant or animal. The taxonomy of Dunklosteus is Kingdom Animalia, Phylum Chordata, Class Placidermi, Order Arthrodira, Family Dunklosteidae, Genus Dunklosteus, Species Torelli. That was a mouthful. <laughs> the species name is after J. Terrell. In 1867, he and his son collected some fossils. They were the original discoverers of Dunklosteus. Dunklosteus or Dunkles, as I'm going to call them today, dominated the seas. It's estimated that they could be up to 26 feet in length. If you're wondering how big that is, modern great whites max out at about 20 feet. This was one big fish. We don't really know how long they are. We have to guess based on the heads because no back ends have ever been found. Their fossils have been found nearly globally, but the most famous come from the Cleveland Shale in Northern Ohio. The Houston Museum of Natural Science, AKA the HMNS, has a replica of a Dunkel on display in the Morian Hall of Paleontology. They also have a mural with an artist's recreation of this false toothed terror. Dunkelosteus was an apex predator. That means it was at the top of the food chain. What did it eat? Pretty much anything it wanted to. And it might have eaten its own species. How do we know this? It's in the fossil record. Fossils have been found with bite marks and scratches on the head bones that could only have been made by other Dunkles. They could have bitten each other for a few different reasons. Sure, they might have wanted to eat each other, but biting could have been part of mating behavior or they could have been defending their territory. We don't know for sure, but we can make educated guesses based on the behavior of modern day animals and other extinct placoderm fossils. Dunkelosteus head and jaws were made up of several heavily armored bone plates, like all placoderms discovered up to now. Dunkelosteus was toothless. This guy's jaw plates formed large self-sharpening blades with bite pressure of 21,000 pounds per square inch, that's similar to giant crocodiles, Dunkles could bite straight through bone. 
And when they opened their huge mouths, they created a suction that would be hard to escape from. So for small prey, they might not have even had to chomp them. Dunkles may or may not have had lips or skin over their jaws. Scientists are still debating this, and you can find illustrations depicting Dunkles with and without lips. It could have looked like a giant horrifying creature out of your nightmares! Or looked like a cute but huge beluga whale. When Dunkleosteus appeared, it quickly diversified into many species, ten of which we've discovered. The Devonian is known as the Age of Fish. Back then, most animal life was aquatic, and a few plant species had made it onto land. Okay, so the important question, who would win Dunkleosteus versus T-Rex? First of all, Tyrannosaurus Rex couldn't swim. For a creature in size, it had some adorable tiny arms, not good for dog paddling. And second, Dunkleosteus had been long extinct by the time anything even resembling a dinosaur came around. Dimetrodon came around in the Permian about 87 to 108 million years later and looks very much like a dinosaur, but it's unrelated to dinosaurs. More about Dimetrodon in another episode. But as you can see, Dunkleosteus and T-Rex would never have met in the first place. Okay, so if this fish was such a big bad guy, what the heck happened? How come they weren't around to fight T-Rexes? Strangely, the Devonian had two mass extinction events. The Kelwasser event and the later Hangberg event. The Hangberg event wiped out many marine and terrestrial vertebrates. By the end of the Devonian, 70 to 80% of all species on Earth, including the Dunkel and its fellow placoderms, were extinct. Scientists are still investigating to understand how this happened. This is just one of the many mysteries we'll be exploring here on Sedimental Value. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you will join us again soon. We'll be looking at some of Earth's earliest life. Thanks for joining us and remember to keep digging for the truth. to thank today's sponsor, CoprolitesRUs.com, your one-stop shop for petrified poop. Remember, when you need fossil feces, head to CoprolitesRUs.com. Kingdom Animalia, Phylum Chordata, West Placodermy, Order Arthrodira, Funk <laughs> Family Dunkleos, Day, Genus Dunkle, Dunkleosteus, this is DSR.